Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. One, two, three. What is now? ESPN Radio. Who, first of all, I'll ask you this. Noah's now. Welcome back. Hour number two. What up? Rajim Seabrook rolling with me. He drank his whole Lotus. Oh! <laughs> There's your promo, Andrew. <laughs> uh, what's What artist have you seen the most times live and in concert? Do I get to break this down by genre or just like, overall? I mean, uh, what, what's the what's the most you've seen an artist live, and who is it? Uh, the Beastie Boys, seven times. Because even big music fans, right? It's really hard to see an act, you know, more than four, five, six, seven times, unless you're like, you know, pulling the Grateful Dead stuff, like going on tour with, or like Dave totally. Matthews heads do that too, you know, go yep. see four or five shows a year. Beastie I, Boys, I, I see the atmosphere six times, and it's only because they always come to Missoula. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the same thing for me. I Beastie Boys were all East Coast, oh, East Coast, baby. Right? Yeah, totally for sure. Hope you're having a phenomenal Friday. Thanks for spending some time here with us. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Montana State Bookstore, Sportsbet Montana, and the Advocates. We're going to tag a whole bunch of football. Speaking of atmosphere, though, they are coming to uh, Missoula. Come to the Kellhouse Amphitheater. You, this used to be a uh, a Wilma show, and now it's an amp show. So it'll be fun to see them out there. But they'll be, they'll be here a couple Sundays from now, August 14th. Uh, Iration in town too. You know, are you down with that Iration? A little reggae? Oh, yeah. I won't be here. I'll be in Ohio. Coming gonna, back from I, Ohio. I was just going to say, if you're here, you should go. Uh, my cousin's coming in town. We're definitely planning on going, so uh, it'll be... I mean, there's been so many shows, man. There's always a lot of concerts in Missoula, but there's been so many shows. And good ones. For sure, man. Uh, like uh. The, the Decemberists on Wednesday night, Little Feet last night. I mean, I've already been to like 10 concerts, so I'm kind of out of... Uh, Discretionary funds to not see any more of them, you know? Who needs a miracle? Yeah, I mean, I, somebody was asked me going to December, so I'm like, no, man, I've already been to like four concerts this month. I, I spent all my pesos to go. You're putting the bro into yeah, broke. That's all I'm saying. Like, uh, But I heard that both the December and Little Feet were good. I'm, I'm glad my mother got a chance to go see 
uh, Little Feed. I saw them at the Wilma 2019, and uh, it shows. Yeah, they were exceptionally good. You want to be a part of the show? You want to uh, contribute? Questions, comments, concerns? 406 888 1029. About 10 minutes from now, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a pizza from Front Street Pizza. All you got to do, you're going to have to call us, and then all you got to do is go down there and see the guys at Front Street Pizza. They'll have your pizza ready for you. Front Street Pizza, master of the obvious. It's located on Front Street. It's right across the street from the old public library, just up the way from the new public library. Did you see this? I thought this was great. Missoula's public library got named the number one public library in the country. No, no, on the planet. On the planet, on the planet I folks. Mean, I mean, honestly, though, I, I love our public library so much that, I, I don't know, I'd probably say 20 times a year, I'll walk from, from our, my house. Like we live in the, it's the same area. I'll just walk up the river trail and then just go take my stuff there and, and just, because you know, I usually work from my laptop anyways, and I'll just go sit at the public library and work for three, four hours. What an awesome facility. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, you have kids. I do. I love that place. I was just there earlier this week. Uh, it's it's such an amazing space. Uh, the the multimedia aspect, the childcare, the conference rooms, just the I, I don't even know. It's like the library is cool. It's cool, man. It's, and they serve pretty good coffee there. Had a good Americano. No question, man. Sorry, folks. The load has just kicked in. Thank you, <laughs> so, Floco. So you're showing me something cool here. Am I allowed to talk about this on the radio? No, I'm, I'm, save it. Save we'll, it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save, save, it. It. We'll so, save it. We'll save it. I'll tease it. This is good news about a former Grizz that uh, was also a great friend of the show and uh, remains a good friend of Regimes. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to think, at least I'd like to be friends with you if we're not already friends. But uh, good, there's good news coming for a former Grizz. We'll just say that. And, uh... When this guy makes it official and, and uh, we have a little bit more on that, uh, we'll get back to it. All right. You ready for uh, a little fun here? So I want to do a little back and forth here as we uh, we compile kind of a pecking order, a structure uh, of quarterbacks in the NFL. Basically, what I want to do is just go back and forth between the two of us, selecting quarterbacks and... Then see just what order, like basically make that our our what? Do you, how do you say like like our our top ten list or our top twenty list, and then compare it to maybe what we would have thought if we were just spitballing who are the top quarterbacks in in the NFL. So are, are you tracking me? Are you following with me here? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm gonna let you have the first pick. Who is the number one quarterback that you would pick? In the NFL. In other words, I'm asking you, who do you think is the best quarterback in the NFL? Who would you who would you take? Right now, first pick with all the I'm taking Tom Brady. Still taking TV twelve. But it, 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 do you know how many of my genetics? My father probably just rolled over in his grave, <laughs> oh, and he I rolled over and smacked room. my grandfather, and oh, he rolled my, over in yes, his grave. Yes. Um, until he stops winning, no one wins the way he does. All right, all right, all right. Well, I thought you were going to do the the predictable low hanging fruit and take Patrick Mahomes, but you didn't. Nope. I'm also not gonna. Oh, I'm going to take Josh Justin? Allen. Oh, you sneaky, sneaky, handsome devil! That was my here's, second pick. Here's why: because Patrick Mahomes been there. He's sniffed it. He's tasted it. He's gotten paid. The return to the top of the mountain. Is, tough. is incredibly tough. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl and went to two Super Bowls very early on in his career. Mm-hmm. He has never been back. 
Mahomes Aaron, is the same Aaron, way. Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl early on in his career. He's never been back. When Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl when he was 23, 24 years old, everybody thought, well, how many rings is this guy going to get? Three, four, whatever? I'm not signaling the end of Mahomes. No. I just think that Mahomes established a target on his back, then he became the highest-paid player in the NFL, and he's already tasted it. It's so hard. The, the, the run, it's so hard to have a run of more than three to four years in mm-hmm. the NFL. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to take a dip. That's where Tom Brady's so great, though, is he has had three- and four-year runs, taken dips, and then come back and done it again multiple times. Yeah, but a lot of people don't ever see how many times, and sometimes in a season, he's restructured his contract sure. to help avoid what has happened in Kansas City. Totally. For the sake of this exercise, though, I'm going to have to just steal your next pick for you because we can't let Mahomes go past. He was. He's my next okay, guy. That's is Mahomes. Okay, so Mahomes is three. And so then I'm going to take another, uh, maybe not out of left field, but maybe another surprise. I'm taking Justin Herbert. I like him. I like him. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I go after you. I go Aaron Rodgers. A-Rodge. And then I'm going to say Burrow right after that. Fair enough. So we got Joe Burrow there. Okay. Uh, So now you're up next. Who, Who are you putting there then at seven? Hmm. I need Andrew to cue me some Jeopardy music. Yeah, right? No yeah. kidding. Here's a list. You can see the teams here, too, if that helps. Uh, it's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio talking a little NFL quarterbacks here. I mean, basically, the, who, who you're picking from is who you think the best is out of... The best remaining. I mean, the best remaining out of, like, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. I mean, we can put Deshaun Watson in here. I'll you take know, Russ. Russell Wilson. I'll take Russell yeah, Wilson. I think that's really good. Um, I I think that y- you have to go. You got. I have to go. Dak. Man, see, that's the thing. It's such a coin flip for me because I, Dak Prescott changed my opinion of him quite a bit last year because I thought the perseverance he showed, mm-hmm. the the comeback story, one of the great comeback stories in NFL history. Honestly, to lose your brother. To suicide in a tragic yeah, fashion. So sad. And then have your leg turn around, turned around backwards, basically. Introverted and hyperextended. And then come back and lead your team to 12 wins. It's a great story. I've always thought Dak Prescott was overrated only because I thought he was overrated because he plays for the Cowboys. I also, though, think Lamar Jackson's underrated, but I also am stuck on the fact that it does seem like he disappears uh, in playoff games. Truth. I'm, I'm still going to go with Lamar Jackson, though, here. You're taking Lamar at eight, huh? Yep. Okay. Uh, so then are you going to take Dak? No. I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch. I'm going to take Derek Carr. Derek Carr over Dak Prescott. Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, just because of what he has in the arsenal going into this season, I like his weapons a lot more than I like Dak's. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think you got to go Dak Prescott next. There at 10, although I, I hate to admit it, I, I do think you got to go there. So now the next group basically is between guys like Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. Oh, lasagna, uh, Nick. <laughs> Old noodle head. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's my guy. Yeah, Kyler Murray's your guy. Yep. Okay. Give so me then the this is runner. funny because you said before, when I was prompting you on this segment that you thought one guy that was underrated is the guy I'm going to take at 12. You're going to take him. Uh, you know what hurts? What hurts my wanting to pick him like one pick before and a couple picks earlier? He's already hurt. 
Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. The elbow, so the the elbow is part. not good. So this is why I wanted to do this exercise, though, because this is funny, because I would actually, I could actually make some arguments here for Matthew Stafford ahead of Lamar Jackson, ahead of Derek Carr, uh-huh. ahead of Dak Prescott, and uh-huh. ahead of Kyler Murray. If the essence of playing quarterback in the NFL is winning, Matt Stafford just showed how you win, right? I mean, he oh, just won yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Matt Stafford has more rings than anybody on this list besides Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, of course. That's the other one, I guess, Patrick Mahomes. And I was going to say Mahomes. That's the other thing that's interesting, too, though, is that that last generation of quarterbacks, they were around for so long and they dominated for so long. You had guys like Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Eli Manning, Peyton Peyton. Those dudes hogged all the rings for so long. But now you look around the NFL when you're thinking, okay, that guy gets a little bit of a boost because he's won a Super Bowl. There's only a couple guys that are in this air of you know top 20 guys that have ever even been to the Super Bowl. Oh, it's kind of wide open, right? Like Joe Burrow has some cachet because he's been. I mean, he's been there. He leapfrogged guys like Lamar Jackson. Totally. By by getting his team on totally. one of the great playoff totally. runs that we've seen. No argument here, my friend. Okay, so uh, where are we going next? Then I think that we're going into the dumpster fires now. I, I, I don't know though. I mean. Mac Jones isn't a bad quarterback. I mean, Jalen Hurts is okay. He's all right. Justin Fields has the upside. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we're kind of into like the okay. The mid-tier guys. My my question is, is Matt Ryan better than any of those guys I just named? Is he better than Tannehill? I'll take, I'll take, I'll take lasagna neck over, 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 uh, Ryan Tannehill. Okay, we're going Matt Ryan. <laughs> the lasagna neck. Old noodle boy. I love that we're making up nicknames for guys that we're never going to meet in our entire lives. It's it's just uh, it's just too good. Okay. Uh, okay, so Matt Ryan's there, then probably Tannehill next. Um so are we going Tua Tonga Vailoa or Mac Jones? Who do we like better out of those guys? Probably Mac Jones, right? I like Mac Jones better because of the system that he plays in. This was mostly an exercise to get to see how long it would take and us to, to get to Daniel Jones, but I don't think we're going to get to Daniel Jones. We don't have enough time, tolerance, patience, or FCC allotability <laughs> to talk about Danny broken half dimes. Well, that's basically our top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. We could shift them around a little bit, but uh, Rajim had Tom Brady at number one. I don't know if he's quite there uh, anymore, but I, I do think it's interesting. But I also think it's interesting that maybe Aaron Rodgers – was the answer for a, a while. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was oh, yeah. the answer in this for like five or six years. Oh, yeah. And even though he's the reigning MVP, there's still some question marks. And I think a lot of that has to do with their personnel, how they replace Devontae Adams. His con air look. I mean, the, Aaron Rodgers is at, at one point is all of his self-ingratiating and just obsessive, uh, obsessed with himself behavior. Narcissist. Catch, I mean, how, when is it going to catch up to him? I don't know. We'll see, but I do think it's interesting that we were were throwing out names like Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, and Pat, obviously Patrick Mahomes has been in the same conversation. But I don't know; it's just interesting. I think that the the point of this exercise was to say that there's not a lot of rings left in the NFL. It's also a wide open competition for who is that next guy that sort of runs the league. Mahomes had it in his grasp for a minute. I think he still has a talent to be there. Yes. Can he reascend there? Can Josh Allen take it from him? Does Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow rise up to kind of take that deal? How long can Aaron Rodgers be the old man? And uh, Aaron Rodgers was the young man in that old group, and now he's the old man with the all young, these young dudes, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So if that's the case, what does that make Tom Brady? Exactly. Father time! Stat of the day here before we do a little NFL buy-sell. I saw this on Twitter uh, a couple days ago. Kick it. 
there's 108 players in the National Football League right now that weren't born the day Tom Brady made his NFL debut. Uh, that That's doesn't surprise crazy, me, man. That is that is mystifying. I mean, that is like you conquered the art of of mastering time. That's well, crazy. Speaking of that, I am now coaching the children of kids that I coached when I first moved here. Oh man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tom Brady, you ain't got nothing on that Ugg boot boy. <laughs> this guy, a uh, a wise soul because of all of uh, all of the endeavors he's had in this community. I know everybody around here appreciates it. Rajiv Seabrook rolling in studio with us here on your Friday. Friday Pie Day, call us right now, 406-888-1029. You call us, call number three, 406-888-1029. We send you down to Front Street Pizza to pick up a pizza. You call us, we call them, they make a pizza for you, boom. And then donate it to your favorite brother with dreads in the great city of Missoula. <laughs> You're fed on your Friday night. Thanks to Front Street Pizza, 406-888-1029. You want a free pizza for pickup? Call us right now, 406-888-1029. All right, we're going to do a little NFL buy-sell. This is easy. Do it. I make a statement, and you tell me if you're buying or selling it. Let's go. The New England Patriots will be a playoff team. It's a tough one, right? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I just the Patriots just have a formula for winning. I think Mac Jones is going to have a solid year. Um, I'm not sold on anyone else in the AFC least. Uh, Miami, no. The Jets, who cares? But the Bills, maybe the Bills. The, the oh, the Bills. That's the Bills are the favorite. In the they're division. the favorite of the. They're the for me the favorite of the AFC right now. Well, that was my last buy or sell. So you're buying the Bills. Let's go. As the AFC favorite. Okay. So well, let's pause on that though because I do think it's an interesting question. I think the Patriots are definitively the number two team in the a- AFC East. Yes. Behind the Bills, right? Yes. But there's seven playoff spots in the AFC, right? Truth. I, I think that you could you could say the Cincinnati Bengals are probably going to have one of them. The Buffalo Bills are going to probably have one of them. That's two. The Indianapolis Colts. Maybe. And the, maybe we'll get to the backs of the Colts. The, the Titans are the Colts. The, the, the champion of the AFC South, so either Titans or Colts. Truth. Right? So you got three there. Then you got the Chiefs for sure. Yep. And then probably one of the other AFC West teams, though, that's going to be the race. Basically, to me, Agreed. it's the who's better out of the second-best team in the South, which will either be Indianapolis or Tennessee. And the West. The West, which is any of those teams, Denver, any Las Vegas, or Los Angeles Chargers. Truth. Or then probably the, the group of teams that include the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah, well, you could, depending on how the schedules and things shake out, you could maybe possibly have two, maybe three teams coming out of one division. Well, I think that there's actually a a way that even you had four teams coming out of the West, but that would take them basically to dominate their out-of-division schedule and then split their in-division schedule. They would have to, basically, they would all have to go almost like nine and eight respectively. Right, for sure. And I I don't really know. uh, Mathematically, that just doesn't feel right. there's also just going to be some slight of luck that that occurs here too, right? Somebody's going to have some big player go down totally or, or something Big else is season trade or something all right so tell me this are you buying or selling the pittsburgh steelers sell so, sorry post waffles burger era is in full swing uh, see that's what um, that's one of the most interesting questions in the league i think because if you believe the pit the pittsburgh steelers are going to be bad and you believe that deshaun watson is not going to be able to contribute at all for the cleveland browns 
Now the AFC North, which I thought was one of the best divisions in the NFL last year, it's flipped on its ear. Isn't necessarily as good. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson in a contract year. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati Super Bowl hangover or not? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But if if it's a disaster in Cleveland and it's a uh, it's a fall fall back to the pack for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The North is now a little bit different than it has been the last several years. Absolutely. I just I don't trust what's in Pittsburgh at the helm. Kenny cannot kick it, pick it. Just doesn't do it for me just yet. Uh, <laughs> Kenny cannot kick it, pick it. I hey, man, it. you heard it here first, folks. Um, there's just not enough stability there at the helm. And Cleveland is just a grease fire right now with the appeals and six games and Deshaun Watson and the – I don't even want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. It just – that whole situation just kind of perturbs me. Um, we'll see. What do you? Every time you pick up that phone, man, you smiling. Did I get a free pizza? <laughs> Congratulations to whoever did win our free pizza. Rajiv Sebra kicking it with us here on your Friday ESPN Radio. Nuanas now. Coulter Nuanas, thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, sir. All right. A uh, little more. Well, not a little more. A lot more NFL buy, sell. But we'll do a couple more before we take a break. Hit me. Do you buy or sell Trey Lance? As the guy who's going to get the San Francisco 49ers over the top. Let's zoom out on that real quick, right? Trey Lance, athlete, handsome, future face, quarterback controversy, Jimmy G, can't stay healthy, but when he is, he wins. When you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Well, that's why they're trying to only have one quarterback. But the fact of the matter is you haven't moved either one of them because you're not sold on either one of them. So you're keeping... Your quarter in your left pocket and your two dimes in your nickel in your other and trying to trying to make something out of both of them. I the reports that I have read, some of the stuff that I have seen, Trey Lance is shaky at best. It's just shaky, questionable uh, throws, questionable uh, uh, thinking process. Uh, and then the flip side, Jimmy G, like you can't stay out of the doctor's office like you can't stay off the sidelines. So Trey Lance, though, is only 22 years old, very young. So, at what point, though, is – I mean, what what young quarterback has ever not been shaky in the NFL? I mean, Peyton Manning set the NFL single-season record for picks in a season his rookie year. Truth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, at some point, you just got to pull the Band-Aid off, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you think that Trey Lance is your guy of the future, you got to make him your guy now. Oh, yeah, baptism and, and, by fire. And if Throw he just in. goes and just is terrible – yeah. You just got to roll with it, man. Roll, and I roll think, the dice. I think you got to roll with Trey Lance, and then if it's an unmitigated disaster, you still got Jimmy G, who's you know he didn't make our list serviceable. Of, he didn't make our list of top fifteen, but he's like somewhere in the top twenty five. And if that's your backup, that's okay. That's all right. You're you're doing okay. My only thing with you but know, you're but you're selling. I'm selling, man. I just I know I'm selling. How good does Trey Lance have to be for the Niners to be a playoff team this year? Good, above average, great. How good does Trey Lance have to be? He's got to be better than good because we know the Rams are the big kids on the block in that division. For sure. But the, but but the everyone, Niners have longer recent success. They do. They want to reestablish themselves as that, right? A lot of it, you know, I like their run game. I like their defense. I love their offensive so, line. So tell me this. If you study the Niners, I think the Niners do the most unique stuff in the NFL Offensively, they they move their tight ends and fullbacks so much. They have so much pre-snap motion. They run the ball in a in a more creative and diverse way than anybody else in the league. That that's why they made guys like Rasheem Moster we'll and and Matt Breida into household names. Like 
you used to be able to just poach the the waiver wire in fantasy football. Whatever Niners running back didn't have a uh, sprained ankle that week, pick him up. Pick him up. Right, because he's going to get 15 touches because they run the rock. They got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yep. So that's my question for you, though, is yes. to me it seems because of all of the, the diversity of ball carriers and all of the motions and all that stuff, all the tricks that Kyle Shanahan's offense has in it, it seems like a really athletic running quarterback would make that a nightmare to defend. That's why it seems to me that they are leaning toward Trey Lance. So even if he is shaky throwing the ball, how much could he get acclimated, though, if they're running like some true college-style read option stuff and, and using Trey Lance as a an athlete out of the backfield? Or uh, is that stupid? No. I, the, the only thing that I would, I would err on the side of caution is with that two or three good pops and – then we're we're right back talking about Jimmy G. I, I well, just for sure. I just I fear them throwing him out to the wolves. Yeah, and him just not being ready. But, but the, I mean, but at some point you just got to do it because that's he just right. is what he is, right. right? He is what he is, and I he mean, is what he isn't. Lamar Jackson, for all of the people faulting him for not being able to win in the playoffs, he's got Baltimore to the playoffs most of the time as a starter. Agreed. There in Baltimore, no debate. Trey Lance is significantly bigger and more physically talented. I should say more physically talented, more physically imposing than Lamar Jackson. Yes, but I, I mean, think Lamar Jackson might be the fastest guy in the league, so you can't say he's more physically talented. But yeah, I mean, but Lamar Jackson's what six six two one ninety five two hundred pounds. I mean, yeah. Trey Lance is six four two twenty five. He's huge. Yeah, I'm going to give the nod to Lamar Jackson for higher football acumen. Yeah, and just overall. I as th- of now. As of now. I mean, that's the other thing about Trey Lance, though, is you got to rip the banding off, too, because we'll see. the dude only played one college football season. Like, you don't have anybody at of the one AA level. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. he's started 15 football games since high school. Like, you got to just start getting him as the starter and see. Yeah. And see what you got. If he's terrible, whatever. But I think you got to know. You got to know. Um, I'm still selling. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. More NFL buy sell right after this. Right, Gene Seabrook rolling with us on a Friday. It's a great day to be alive. See you in a minute. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Sometimes they rap so fast you can't even keep up with what they're saying. A little Jurassic 5 for you here on your Friday. What's up, everybody? Hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Rajim Seabrook kicking it in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's Nuanas now. I need to kick something. I'm over-caffeinated. <laughs> the Lotus. I text him. I say, you want black 
or I said, do you want uh, hot or, or cold coffee? I knew it was going to be black coffee if I got him coffee. My man only likes the coffee straight black. But sometimes he likes his hot coffee. It's a it's a temperature acclimation thing. It's I actually, too hot. I've been taking your advice, though, when it comes to the temperature acclimation thing. I've been doing hot yoga, and I've been keeping the sweatshirt on for the first half. Dude, I'm, it works. And, and people look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm it like, works. okay, but then I max my body temperature out, and then when I take the sweatshirt off, I actually, <sighs> I actually cool down. And while everybody else just gets hotter as the class keeps going, right? See, so, hang out with me more. That's exactly See right. What happens. But anyways, old man, old man knowledge, my, right there. My guy didn't want coffee; he wanted a lotus instead. And now he's ring, ring, ring. He's, he's sitting over here tapping on the tables, and you know he's chewing gum, having some fun. <laughs> <laughs> more NFL buy sell. All right, uh, NFL buy sell buy or sell. Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver in the National Football League, hands down. Hands down. Hands down. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Jinx, you owe me a soda it's on that one. Yeah, come on, man. Did you see what that boy did? For sure. You see what he does on the weekend and week for out? For sure. For sure. The way he picked his whole body up off the out of the back of the end zone yep. and just kept coming back for more? Let's go. Give me some big sky boys. Uh, Eastern Washington's finest. Um, I do think that Cooper Cup is the best slot receiver in the National Football League. I do think there's a lot of other really good receivers oh, right yeah. now in best the league slot, for down. sure. Uh, I think Jamar Chase is is definitely in the mix as one of the best. Justin receivers. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is certainly there. Stephon Diggs. D Hop is still there. John Hopkins is absolutely still there. I mean, Devonta Adams is absolutely still there as well. Oh yeah. So um, there's a lot of uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, it reminds me of seeing what he does without Patrick Mahomes. But Tyreek Hill got to be right there. You no, know, he's he's. Who's the Lightning. most Who's the most underrated receiver in the NFL? One guy that always comes to mind for me as underrated is AJ Brown. I think AJ Brown is a really good receiver, and I think he's a really good addition for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think his career actually takes off because he has uh, a more serviceable quarterback than Mr. Tannehill. Um, I think he's a stud receiver. I just don't think he's been in the right system yet. We shall see. The other guy who was posting Twitter videos earlier, who is a guy that was a good player who then got hurt, and I think could be a guy that could be a breakout player down in Tampa Bay this year, is Chris Godwin. He's so good. Chris Godwin is good, and he gets overshadowed by Mike Evans a lot, and he got overshadowed by Rob Gronkowski a little bit, too. And Tom Brady. Uh, he get overshadowed I mean, by those sure. those names alone. But uh, I, I think he's ridiculous. Mike Evans is also... Oh, another rookie card I just found in the pack. Big Mike Evans fan. Ooh, see, Mike Evans is also... He's sometimes polarizing too, right? Because he puts up big numbers. Year right? in and year out. He's a, he's he's not the... So often the the opinion, the public opinion of a receiver is, is so influenced by the guy's persona. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen so many... I mean... Chad Johnson is like an unforgettable character, and if you really look at Chad Johnson's career, like it's pretty good, but like it, it's yeah, not. It's, like, it's all right. It's all right. You his know? persona was bigger than his but production. A lot, a, a lot of times, like you know, no one ever talks about Marvin Harrison. Top tip of the tongue. So Tory Holt, Tory Holt, because those guys, Isaac Bruce, the, the look at me guys. I think Mike Evans is kind of like that too, though. He's not beating his chest. He's not. On the commercials and doing all, he's not Odell Beckham, right? Okay, like, so Odell Beckham has more brand name recognition than Mike Evans, and Mike Evans is way better than Odell Beckham. So I phoned into a friend's radio show back east earlier this week, and we talked about Mike Evans and athletes of Mike Evans' ilk and caliber. And to me, Mike Evans is this um, is this generation's Altoon. 
You know what I mean? Like Al Toon's a good one. Just uh, Art Monk, if you will, uh, keeping it in the NFC. Just guys is going to put up numbers, really solid, not in the biggest media market, but yet is never ever spoken about in in certain wide receiver circles. Uh, and when you look at guys like Al Toon, Art Monk, great numbers. For sure. But it's always Jerry Rice. It's yeah. always Randy Moss. It's always Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Totally. totally. I mean, there's another great example. Michael Irvin was so great for a moment in time, mm-hmm. but his career numbers don't even come close to comparing to Art Monk or Andre Reid or you know guys like that that had more longevity totally. than he did. Totally. Andre Johnson. But he was the playmaker, and he was oh, telling totally. you how great he was. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I don't know, marketing and talking some smack is... Huge. Gets you, gets you a long ways in the world of Brownie catching points. footballs. Oh, yeah. Rajiv Seabrook, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas Now. Uh, all right, NFL buy, sell. Aaron Rodgers, an MVP candidate. Sell. Whoop. Okay. Sell. Right at it. Spy. So you're you're thinking that the... Uh, and I can feel Miss Becky's eyes. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Our uh, awesome owner here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, one of the biggest Packer fans you will ever meet. Huge. She's honestly kind of over a Raj though. She 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 is cons- she's smart. She's constantly texting me like Aaron needs to stop this. Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing this? I think she's kind of over. It. She's also a big Brett Favre guy, and like Huge. The, the dichotomy between. I mean, Brett Favre is like your next door neighbor and your high school football coach, and also just has like a rocket arm. Like he's every man, right? He's like totally. He's your friendly neighbor, you know. And Aaron Rodgers is like Mister Perfect SAT score. I went to Cal, like. You know, hanging out with Joe Rogan and, and uh, you know, all sorts of different things that we can't really talk about. Aaron Rodgers was tweeting about some interesting stuff the other day. Let's just uh, say that. And as he has been for, for several years. But I do think there's a lot of people that are uh, a little bit over him. I'm buying Aaron Rodgers as an MVP candidate just because despite all of his antics, despite how annoying he is, despite his lack of self-awareness and his lack of humility, he's still just like the dude, man. He is. He's just still so good. He lost a huge piece. Sorry. He, he did, which I actually think enhances his MVP because he if the Packers go out and win 12 games, 13 games, they win that division. Right. It'll look like Aaron Rodgers did more because he doesn't have one of the best receivers in the NFL. He'll anymore. LeBron James's team into the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I got gotcha. you. If if, if 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 he gets Alan Lazard and you know <laughs> oh, like to, boy. to get into the the playoffs, like you you're probably going to be a pretty good If he uh, makes Alan Lazard the next Christian Kirk, I will buy you lunch. <laughs> I love it. Uh, buy sell the the Los Angeles Football Chargers as a division champion contender in the AFC West. Can they win the championship of the AFC West over a revamped Denver squad, an upstart Las Vegas squad, and a mm-hmm. a recent powerhouse of the NFL, Kansas City squad? To me, the AFC West is the powerhouse of the NFL. When they I are. look when I look from top to bottom, every quarterback is a is a contender, a perennial Pro Bowler, uh, or former Super Bowl winner. Uh, there's no tougher division in football right now. I totally agree. I'm selling that. I, there's no way I'm buying that. The Raiders are so, so much improved. They are. And, so and, much improved. And the Broncos have had great personnel. That, I mean, we've been hearing for several years now, and I am sometimes skeptical about it because I know that we get force-fed it here in Montana a little bit more, too, Truth. because we kind of are. I mean, we're so away for so, from the big media markets, but the media markets we are the closest to are Seattle and Denver. So we, we, get, we get more saturated in – 
Denver Bronco talk. There's a lot of Broncos fans around here, and we also get saturated in a lot of Seahawks talk as well. And, and then, go ahead. If you believe what the Broncos fans have been saying, great young skill players. You know, whether it's Jerry Judy or you know, oh, so good. The, the collection of great guys that they got there at the skill spots. Great running back, great young running backs, but also a lot of talent on defense. Young, young. All defense. the Donkeys fans have been saying. You know, the missing piece is a quarterback. Well, now you got one. Now you got a Hall of Famer, Russell Wilson, coming your way. So, uh, can it put him over the top? I don't know. I'm I'm not as sold on the Broncos as a lot of people are. But I totally agree, though, with your premise. I'm selling the Chargers as a division champion contender. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, they are a playoff contender because, Without as, a doubt. as you mentioned, I think everybody in that division is a playoff contender. Oh, absolutely. I just – I. I'm buying Russell Wilson in Denver. I just I think that they have lacked leadership and lacked a, a, a signal caller of his ilk for you know possibly going back to to John Elway being there. Well, maybe not. Sorry, I forgot about Peyton Manning. How could I forget him in that beautiful forehead of his? But I do think Russell Wilson adds like a double bonus X factor to that team, uh, physically, mentally, and within the leadership role. NFL buy sell. New on is now. ESPN Radio. How about this? Where's my pizza? <laughs> we'll pay one more set of bills. Take you home on your Friday. More NFL buy sell right for this. Keep it right here. It's Nuance Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's like a moment in time. Like the first time you heard that song, you like play it again. Did I hear what I just heard? Play it again. Well, when I bought, this is how old I am. I bought it on cassette. For sure. And I was like, dude, they made a song about Rosa Parks? It's so funny, too, because like Outkast was like, they were fringe famous at that time. Like people that knew, knew, but they hadn't blown up on like a national, national, like they weren't getting played on national radio yet. Regional. And then that song hit and boom. And then that led to Speaker Box, Blow the Blow. We've talked about this several times already this mm-hmm. summer. But uh, they, they sort of went into a different genre. And it sort of made people forget about what they once were. But, like, that was the crossover hit right mm. there. Mm. 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 Got to love it, man. Yes, sir. Love talking hip-hop. Love talking sports. With my main guy, Regime Seabrook. It's Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Taking you home into the weekend. It's been a fun show. Miss anything in the show today. You can always find it on the Nuan is Now podcast. We talked some Big Sky Conference football, Grizz, Cats. We also talked some Brittany Griner. We had a history lesson, and we've been talking NFL quarterback rankings, buy, sell, all of it. All of it's available on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, the M Store, the Montana State Bookstore, and the Advocates. Buddy, I don't mean to cut you off, but what's going on outside? Like, look at the light out there. It's like, is there an eclipse going on or something? It's weird. <laughs> I, 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 I always think such funny thoughts when I think of eclipses because our main guy, Tommy, who's our head engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, he's, he's all the way in on the TikTok. He knows how to find all the funny and fun stuff on the TikTok. But he also found this guy who's like this space conspiracy, space conspiracy theorist, excuse me, Who's always talking about like he's making these funny TikToks, but they're not. He doesn't think they're funny. They're just like informative. It's like a PSA. When for man walked on the moon, here's the conspiracy. You know, he had this whole one about the dark side of the moon and all about eclipses and the math that goes into it and the physics behind it, and it's just hilarious. So whenever I think of 
eclipses, I just think of that. Gotcha. There's probably a lot of validity to the conspiracy theory, but also uh, like... I have a couple on the moon. I don't think we landed on it. But that's another story for another day. My name is Fox Mulder, and this is an X-File. <laughs> Let's do some more NFL buy-sell. Uh, buy or sell... Yes. ...the Dallas Cowboys as an NFC title contender. Not just NFC East, an NFC title contender. I know it pains you to hurt... It hurts you to say it, but what do you think? Sure. Let me ask okay. you. This. Let me ask you this. First of all, I think we both agree that the AFC is significantly better than the NFC, oh, right? Out of doubt. I mean, there is there's what half a dozen Super Bowl contenders in the AFC, maybe mm-hmm. even more. Maybe, mm-hmm. I, I think that if you make the playoffs in the AFC, you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Who's the favorite to win the NFC? Right now, LA. You the know, Rams, it, the and, Rams, and maybe the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks, and the, you know, coming out of the NFC South, no one in the NFC East is inspiring, and the NFC North, right? D- nothing. I mean, I mean that's, there's just that's, nothing that's, there. That's the deal, right? Is that if you want to believe that the Packers are the favorite in the North, and you want to believe that the Cowboys are the favorite in the East, neither of those teams are. I mean, they're, no. both, they're both okay, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, but like. The Cowboys would not win the AFC West or the AFC North, right? No. And, no. And, and I don't think that the Packers would either. But due to the lack of attrition, I'm going to have to actually buy it. Because, of, how, right. because of the mediocrity For sure. in, in, within, it's literally a push, coin flip, and you know one bad break to go in either direction. I already asked you about the, the buying or selling the Bills as an AFC title contender. And, oh, and you said buy. buy. For sure. Give me your AFC power rankings, though, going into the season. Are the Bills one? Right now, the Bills, to me, are the best team in the AFC. And then who's two? The Chiefs? The Chiefs backslash Cincinnati. It's good. Uh, I like it. I I have to see what the Chiefs do without Tyreek Hill. That's just... That's such a huge, huge crushing blow to that side of the ball for them. And they did not get any younger on defense either, Coulter. And here's the other interesting part about the AFC West, because we talked about are the Chargers a fair, are the Chargers a legitimate contender to win that division? And we both sort of erred on the side of no. Mm-hmm. But I think, though, any of the AFC West teams that get into the playoffs or have a chance to make a run. Absolutely. But I think that if the Chargers were that team, if the Chargers are playing well down the stretch and they can get in the playoffs, they're the team with the most upside because you never know when this young quarterback's going to come of age, right? Like, you know Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to be the new Tom Brady where he's got you in the conference championship at least for 10 years, You're, right? He's in the conversation like, every year. He's going to be in the AFC Championship game. Totally. Barring, like, somebody's going, to have, somebody's going to have to come to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs at their own house yes. for them to not just be in the in the conference championship every Agreed. year. Agreed. Agreed. But there's a lot of upside for a guy like Herbert. If you can get them in, if they're playing well, that's a dangerous team. That's a team you don't want to play. I, I, I just think no. that – I do agree with you. I think that the Bills and the Bengals definitely deserve to be – where they're uh, right at. there, and the, and the mm-hmm. Chiefs deserve to be right there as well. Mm-hmm. But the teams that are the most scary to me, and this is you know talking on August fifth, <laughs> but the teams that have that could be really scary if they get into the tournament in the AFC are the Los Angeles Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts because the Colts can run the ball straight down your throat. Truth, they got great offensive line, and the Chargers have this quarterback where he he's already right there in the conversation as one of the best guys in the league. But if he hits it. You don't want to play them. Yeah, that that's like all uh, you know, A Raj going on his great run back, uh, you know, in 2010. And that's like we've seen it happen before, where the young quarterback sort of blossoms late. So we'll see. But I, I do think that if the Chargers can get into the dance, it's uh, 
it could be could be pretty uh, impressive. They're, they're a team that a lot of uh, teams wouldn't want to play. To me, the most intriguing team in the AFC this year is actually are the Raiders. For sure. Are the Raiders. Because when, I, sure. when I look They've at... They've drafted really well the last couple of years. They have a lot of talent. Good good pickup. Off-season pickup in Devontae Adams. Yep. I love the I love their tight end. Uh, uh, I was going to say Rivera. That is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I and, kinda, Darren, I kinda, and Darren Waller Darren well. Waller. That's yeah, who I was thinking. Sure. Sorry. Uh, they, to me, are scary. And I loved what... Uh, Devontae and, and, and Carr, for those who don't have a steeped knowledge of football, what they did in college. Fresno State, baby. Fresno State. Let's go, Bulldogs. And uh, I just think that that magic is, is going to be rekindled. Text from a loyal listener. He says, buy or sell the Vikings as the NFC North champion. I know this person is one of my buddies. He's a fellow Vikings fan. I'm selling the Vikings as the NFC North champion. What say you? Let's see, Detroit, Cellar Dweller. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Con Air, Stuntman Double. Um, the Bears are just hapless. I mean, so. It's not far fetched it, it for them to win the NFC North. Yeah, except for the Packers got Aaron Rodgers and the Vikings got Kirk Cousins. I'm selling, man. I'm selling the Vikings. Uh, as, that's a push. That's a bump. It, for sure. We're going to keep talking NFL, we're going to keep talking all things football. We got going on this weekend. Anything fun? I fly out of town Wednesday. That's right. You're going to Columbus, Ohio. Going to Ohio to take care of some business. And Can't wait for your firsthand report on Columbus. I've, I'm, I'm. It is. It is. A, that is a crazy that's city. What I'm, saying. I'm captivated by the concept of Columbus, Ohio. It's way bigger city than people realize. Yep. I think that Columbus is like battling for the biggest city in Ohio. It's bigger than Cleveland, I think, and I it's think big, it's right there with with Cincinnati. It might be bigger than That's Cincinnati. That's like, Definitely larger than Toledo. I mean, Columbus, Ohio, is like it, it's one of the biggest cities in the country, and yeah. I've heard it's sort of a crossroads. It's it's in the bottom right hand corner of Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. So you have some of that southern state influence. It's like right on the border of the Midwest and the South. Yeah, right? but you also have like that weird influence from like what. Us in the Northeast would consider the Mideast. Like sure, you, you right. Like some, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, baby. Let's go. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, that's fun. When, how long are you going to be gone for? Uh, five days. So probably no probably no show next week. I'm so sad. It's all good. It's I'm all so good. sad. We'll have to have our first-hand report in a couple weeks. But we'll be back at it on Monday. Let's go. We have a ton of stuff for you, including, guess what? I get to go to football practice. The Grizz practice at Dornblazer Field at 2.30. Can't wait to be down there. Get an eye on the guys. In the meantime, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Back at it, 4 p.m. on your Monday. See you then. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.